0: Hello Sip listeners, I want to talk about food or the lack thereof. My topic for today is food isn't really food. Reports are more than half of what you eat isn't even real food. And by real food, what we mean is the alternative is processed food or even what they call ultra processed food which doesn't even start out as food. Uh, your regular processed food would be the classification where it's, it's food, but then they have additives. But ultra-processed means it doesn't even begin as either some type of animal or something that comes out of the ground. So what is it that we are actually eating? You know, this is a matter of science and technology and engineering because now we're able to create and simulate so many things. We're able to copycat nature. But that doesn't mean that it's good for us. And furthermore, it's not, necess- it's not good for our bodies. And our bodies aren't meant to process these things. As a matter of fact, these processed and ultra-processed foods turn out to be mostly sugar. That's why they taste good. And yet... Diabetes is at an outrageous percentage among young people. As a matter of fact, a new study reports that ultra-processed foods make up about 58% of the average American's energy intake. The United States Department of Agriculture defines processed food that anything that has undergone undergone a transformation from the raw form either to extend shelf life or to improve consumer palatability of raw commodities. So basically they are either trying to extend the shelf life or make it taste better. And what doesn't taste better with sugar sprinkled all over it. Now the ironic Part of it, and especially that part about the shelf life, that just speaks to the lives that we lead. No longer are we pulling it out of the ground um, and putting it on the table. Back then, it had a very short shelf life, and so food spoiled or had to be thrown away. Or people were finding themselves going to the grocery store on a regular basis because you couldn't store. Well, now we're all about buying in mass quantities, storing it for whatever period of time. And all of that is bad for the body. That's not what the body was meant to do. Ultra processed foods, though, if you take it that extra step, you think about frozen foods or frozen vegetables are considered uh, processed food. So that's why they came up with the category of ultra processed foods. That's industrial formulations, which besides salt, sugar, oils, and fats, include substances not used in culinary preparations or for culinary considerations. In particular, additives used to imitate the sensorial qualities of manually processed foods in their culinary preparation. Okay, so let's just break that down in simple terms. Basically, taking non-food simulated or imitated products, adding a little salt, sugar, oil, and fat to it, and then serving it up for people to eat. That's ultra-processed food. Basically, that means there are artificial flavors, colors, sweeteners, stabilizers, and other additives to mask the undesirable qualities to make them taste like real food. Quote unquote. And for example, the study out of Tuff University and out of the University of San Paulo set to look at how the convenience has played into the popularity of ultra processed foods, what we all know as fast food. We want it fast, we want it quick, we want it hot, we're on the go, or we want something that we can store when we're away from home. We're eating them because they look good, they taste good, and easily replace a home cooked meal. We just don't have time to sit down and do the proper prep and for real food anymore our lifestyle has outpaced that one substance that our body demands. The study goes on to explain that ultra-processed foods are durable, they're accessible, they're convenient, they're attractive, ready-to-eat, ready-to-heat products. Ultra-processed foods are formulated to reduce microbial deterioration. So basically, they have a long shelf life. And can be transported long distance. From the time that they're created and packaged, stored in trucks and driven across the United States to sit on shelves and ultimately to be bought, maybe to sit on your cupboards even longer or in your freezers and ultimately to be served. They're extremely palatable because again, like we said, they cover them with sugar and salt and all of those fake flavors. And they can often be habit forming as well. So it's not just you when you find yourself craving that same thing over and over. I myself, I've often said things, there's a, a flavor of a Dorito, the ranch Dorito, that you just can't stop eating once you start. And it's not by coincidence. There was a study that showed that they put particular flavors. That burst in your mouth very quickly. But then dissolve. So as soon as you finish. Before you even finish. One chip. Your senses are already craving. The next one. Note these foods affect. human The human body. In many different ways. Again the craving for sugar. Once you have that. That craving you just crave more. And what leads to that quick sugar high. So we think we have a burst of energy, but it's short-lived. So before you know it, you're wanting that next sugar high. This all leads to obesity, type 2 diabetes, high cholesterol, hypertension, and even coronary heart disease. Furthermore, and why this is so important, is that research shows that people who are low-income typically find themselves getting these quick fixes and these low nutritional value foods. So it takes money in order to have the proper diet that our bodies need. And this is a dangerous turn and trend. This is something that we need to know and be aware of. There's definitely something you can do about it. You don't have to give in, even though it may seem lower prices and bigger quantities. Don't believe the hype. Stop. Think about what you're putting in your body. Steam, once again, in our SIP episodes, is about making you aware of how science and technology, engineering, all these things are affecting you every day. And even math. Again, mass quantities for low prices aren't all that they add up to be. So take an inventory. Have a conversation with your family. Reassess. And know that you're being played by the industry and it's not unintentional, but knowledge is power. So what are you going to do about it? Let us know if this has an impact on you, if you're going to change the way you eat and the foods that you choose. We'd like to hear about it. That's our sip for today. Thanks for listening. Hello. I want to share with you a message from BDPA. BDPA is an organization of black digital professionals. It's been around for over 40 years, 40 plus years. And they have been encouraging African Americans and people of all color to move forward in the fields of computer science and the other hard sciences, Um, all under that umbrella that we know now as or often called STEAM or STEM. BDPA wants to encourage Uh, minorities to particularly pursue advanced degrees. We're looking for more minority PhD candidates, more black uh, male and female candidates. We think that, first of all, by inviting young people uh, from schools to participate in the BDPA annual showcase... This is the 15th year that they've held the IT showcase, and it's always done in conjunction with the National BDPA Conference, which this year will take place in Cincinnati, July 26th through the 29th. BDPA wants to encourage that recent college graduates or even high school students, current college students who have done or would like to do research or written a paper around any topics related to computing and technology, you can submit your research and paper to BDPA showcase, and you could win. BDPA is looking for high-performing students who are looking to earn college scholarships via BDPA and its corporate sponsors. To find out more information on how you can submit your research, please contact Dr. Jesse Bimley, the IT Showcase founder. You can contact via 301-584-3135. Again, 301-584-3135. Or, you can connect with him directly at 202-584-1893. Again, that's Dr. Jesse Bimley, the IT Showcase founder. His number is 202-584-1893. For more information about the IT Showcase, please visit bdpa.org and search on IT Showcase. The National BDPA's IT Showcase allows students to present their, from various educational institutes across the United States. They get to present and demonstrate their research. The presentation represents advanced computing and technical topics presented by college and high school students to an audience of corporate representatives, as well as IT professionals and other students. The students participate in this two-day event held during the annual National BDPA Technology Conference. The focus of this event includes, but it's not limited to, intelligent Technologies such as smart toys, machine learning, genetic algorithms could also include wearable computing technologies, web technologies, mobile apps and mobile technologies, parallel computing technologies, cybersecurity, computing curricula, and business intelligence. The student presenters. Presentations and research projects are judged by a panel of judges in two categories, college and high school. Awards are made in each category for first, second, and third place. The awards are presented at the awards presentation at the end of the IT Showcase session. Each participant will be recognized with a Certificate of Appreciation and Completion. The 2017 IT Showcase is sponsored by Eli Lilly and Company and Johnson & Johnson. Again, visit bdpa.org slash IT Showcase for more information.
1: You have been listening to Technology Expresso Cafe Radio. For a full list of our broadcast archives, social media handles, contact information, and upcoming shows, visit our website portal at www.technologyexpresso.com.net and .org. Call our event hotline 855-484-6837 for a list of STEM-related events in various states across the country. That's 855-484-6837. Your feedback is important to us. Send us an email through our website or directly to technologyexpresso at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and remember to listen, learn, leverage, launch.